Holy shit, guys. Okay, so obviously, House of the Dragon episode 9 review spoilers, because obviously there wouldn't be really much to talk about if this, you know, just if if you if you don't care if you don't care about spoilers, well you're welcome to stick around, but seriously. God there is no better show on TV right now than House of the Dragon. Like, you know, I will go into more thoughts on House of the Dragon as a series overall after next week, since next week is the finale. But let me just tell just let me, let me just tell you, this episode was fantastic. And Renaris is a badass. And she completely stole this episode. Uh, bro, her breaking through the floor on her dragon. Ooh, that armor. Bro. Just fan-fucking-tastic. I can't believe how good this show is. I guess I'll go into a little bit of what I want to say. But I want to save most of my thoughts for next week. But I will say this. You know, I totally understand why people feel a certain way about Game of Thrones after season seven and eight. And I totally get apprehension with this show. And I even get, I understand why maybe both of the time jumps really bothered some people with this. To me, I try not to be so nitpicky with that kind of a thing, you know, because to me, Everything is reliant on the story. If it's a good story and there is narrative reason for it, I will give something a pass, even if in the moment it doesn't hit me quite well. Now, the one adventures that I had, I think more than a lot of other people, just because of being in the space of entertainment and hearing different things from people I watch and reading different things and articles, I knew that we were going to get the first time jump. I didn't know we were going to get another time jump just a few episodes later. But I knew after episode 5 we were going to get we were going to get a a time jump. You know. So I wasn't as upset about that. So my enjoyments of episode 6 and 7 remain the same. And then I loved last week's episode. This week just follows suit to that for me. I just loved this. Um, And this, just as a quick summation, because again, I don't want to go into too much, saving it for next week, but as a quick summation, this kind of storytelling is what I was hoping that we would get in the last couple seasons of the original Game of Thrones series. The attention to detail, the the tension, the build-up, the suspense. This is what I love about the story of Westeros, and this is what I love about this universe and this story. And I am on the ride for this until the bittersweet end. Because I'm sure it's going to be just as bittersweet as Game of Thrones in, in one way or another, you know? Because um, I have no idea which characters will be around by the end of this entire series. I 
don't know, I don't know anything, you know? Um, so it just makes it that much more exciting for me. This show just is, it's the best show on TV. Every single episode has been a 10 out of 10 for me. And this follows suit. You know, it's, it's 10 out of 10. The only, the other show that is giving House of the Dragon competition, in my opinion, is Andor on Disney+. Plus. Star Wars Andor. There is no other show even remotely close to beating House of the Dragon. Nothing. And Andor doesn't. Andor gets close. It's like touching the bottom of the number one spot, you know? It's like right at the belly. It's right at the belly of the beast, but it doesn't, it doesn't surpass it, you know? At least not yet, you know? Uh, maybe by the end of Andor, maybe I'll feel differently, but Man House of the Dragon is so great. The actors, the just everything about this show is... And I, say, I feel like I say this every time I review an episode, but it's just... It's so much better than I could even have ever hoped for. This is truly... This truly has been one of the most enjoyable experiences watching a show. It keeps me on the edge of my seat every single episode, and I can't wait for the next one. Um, yeah. That's all I really have to say. Um, really not too, too much to talk about. I mean, we did learn that it's official. Aegon has at least one bastard child out in the streets of King's Landing. Um, there may be more. Knowing his, um, proclivities, uh, I'd say there probably are. So it'll be interesting to see whether they go and try to kill the bastards, sort of like in the first season of Game of Thrones, or or not. But, um, supposedly there's more to do with at least one of his sons, I guess, later on. So it'll be interesting to see how that comes into play. Um, but I'm just loving this show, you know? This is the kind of show that I love more than any other. It's the chess game. It's the, it's the slow-moving, very methodical, like, full of character development, you know? Uh, because this is, sort of a, this is sort of a bit of a sidetrack, but to sort of, you know, to make a point, because this is the only way that I know how to make it. Um, to talk about Doctor Who, you know, for a second. You know, I know a lot of people that have tried to get Doctor Who, but they couldn't get into it because of the outdated special effects or whatever. And to me, that, that, and that's sort of that sort of thing for me. It's like, I don't really, I mean, obviously, do I want the special effects to be better? Do I want things to look top notch? Of course. You know, it just, it makes it that much easier for you as an audience member to give into it but I will take a good story and good acting over good special effects and CG and all of that any day of the week but the great thing about this is it has both this is fantastic uh, editing fantastic effects just the just everything about this this show is top notch and I and this isn't me judging anyone, but I just don't understand all the people that are not enjoying this show. 
Because to me, I feel like this is everything that we wanted from Game of Thrones and more. It really is, you know? And, uh, you know, I said this in one of the podcasts I did before, and I'll say this again, and I'll probably say it next week during my review for the finale, but, yeah, when this whole show is over, the whole thing, not just this season, but the whole entire story... I will absolutely be watching this entire thing straight into Game of Thrones and watching the whole thing. Because I'm so curious about how it may recolor certain events that happen in the main show. So I'm super excited. Um, And I don't think we're going to have to wait much longer for another Game of Thrones to come out. Because they're really... You know, their their development on the Jon Snow spinoff. So um, it'll be interesting to see when they start filming that and when we get the first season of that. So for for a little bit, it'll just be Game of... Or just House of the Dragon. But there's going to be a time where we might get House of the Dragon during part of the year and Jon Snow... I mean, I'm just calling it Jon Snow because there's not a name for it yet. But, but then we're getting Jon, you know, Snow at another point in the year, probably. I just think that's so cool. We just get to live in Westeros. Um, but, yeah, I just... You know, this is a show that I was excited for back way, 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 way back when it was announced. You know, before, before even Game of Thrones was over with. And now that I'm actually watching this and seeing it, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm speechless. I just, that's the only thing I know to say. I'm so speechless at how good this is. Well, thank you for listening to this. Not going to waste your time anymore. It's really just going to be me rambling on. But I promise next week I will do a really good review of the finale and the show as a whole. and give him my thoughts on it. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's all I got to say. So thanks for listening. I'll see you guys in the next podcast. Peace out.